This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplify. Hello, hello, Amplify You family. Michelle Abraham, your host here today. And I have got a great Ask the Expert interview for you today. I've got my friend Sarge Jean-Gilles with me today. He is an online personal fitness coach. And before I tell you more about him, let's just say hi. How are you doing, Sarge? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So um, we met a few years ago, and this is a long overdue interview. <laughs> so we met in a networking group last year, and I'm hearing about all the amazing things that he's been up to. Um, but specifically, I wanted to share with our audience we have a lot of female entrepreneurs who specifically work from home, and that's who Sartre really focuses on. So let me tell you a little bit more about his background and what he's all about. So he's an online fitness coach who's passionate about working with busy home-based female entrepreneurs to form healthy habits and improve their overall fitness. Sartre supports your individual weight loss goals without you having to give up your favorite foods or spend a lot of time exercising. Sartre graduated from the University of Ottawa with a bachelor's degree of science and honors in human kinetics in University of BC with a master's of health admin. And he has worked in various healthcare related settings, including rehab clinics, hospitals, and his own online fitness and behavior change coaching enterprise. And what's really cool, Sartre, I think about what you do is that you're not just a fitness coach, you're not just a personal trainer, you are a combination of many things and many talents, and it really focuses on behavior change, which I find really interesting. My background's also in fitness and nutrition um, many moons ago before I had kids. And so I, what I love about what you're doing is that you're actually really focusing on the behavior. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about a little bit more about that and why that's so successful instead of just focusing on like the foods and the new and the, and the weights, right? Yes. So behavior change, it's a term that uh, you're, we're seeing a lot more nowadays and in, in, in the, cause I'm also a kinesiologist and in the kin space, mm-hmm. we're talking about that a lot more nowadays. And behavior change is really helpful as opposed to personal training because it really gets into the, you know, you know, the analogy of feed a man, uh, teach the man how to fish rather than just give him a fish. So this is teaching the person how to fish. Um, You know, I have a 12 week program and throughout this program, we we use different coaching tools Mm -hmm. um, to, you know, help, you know, figure out what the person's, goals are what their what their values are whom they want to whom they see themselves as whom whom they want to become and you know what are some you know what are their strengths like what there's one thing uh one one coaching tool that we we use called the five pillars and that really breaks down like what have you been successful in and then what made you successful in that and then you break it down and then you figure out what your five major um pillars of what has made you successful in life are because once you know that you can always rely on that. Mm. Um, you can always refer to that to then, um, you know, if you ever have any issues with your, you know, in this context, it's a microcosm, but the context of exercise, 
and uh, nutrition. Um, you know, what, what made me successful for me is like one is one of my five pillars is pragmatism and passion. And one other one is passion. So, you know, how can I be pragmatic in terms of, of um, let's say nutrition? Well, one thing I did, for example, for me is, you know, at the end of like, I did a video a couple weeks ago about, so I had ice cream for, for dinner because for me, it's like, well, I mean, it's not why, why go over my calories just to have dessert when once a month or twice a month, I'm just going to have ice cream for dinner. Who cares? It's not the end of the world. Um, that's pragmatic. I'm still mm-hmm. going to you know, be healthy. I'm going to top it with some dates and some granola. So I get some fiber and it's not the end of the world. I even put in some protein. So my glycemic <laughs> index, my sugar doesn't spike. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, that, you know, it's a microcosm, this program. Mm-hmm. Um, it really helps the behavior change really helps the individual to then be able to, uh, translate what they've learned Mm-hmm. to other areas of their lives yeah. rather than um and not just not just diet and nutrition but sleep and career and you know um it will help you in other areas of your life it's so uh it's just again it's just a microcosm of of uh of the rest of your life and so i've had clients who have been with me mm-hmm. with personal training and yeah, they, they, they're showing up and, and whatnot, but they might not have been getting the gains that they wanted. And so one of my clients, he has been doing the fitness. He's on week seven. We just had a, a session yesterday. We do one hour meetings every week. We just had a session yesterday and he, his goal, his objective goal, because we do objective and procedural goals. Objective is lose X amount of pounds. Procedural is um, I want to be exercising X amount of per week, right? So he had the objective goal of losing 12 pounds in 12 weeks because about a pound to two pounds per week is, is healthy, right? He's lost 24 and a half pounds in six weeks. Wow. <laughs> so he's destroying his, uh, his goal. It's because of the, because we stack habits on top of one another mm. on a weekly basis, um, slowly. And it's about raising the floor, not, it's not so much about the ceiling, right? It's about the floor. Mm-hmm. What is your worst day going to look like? Because mm-hmm. if you can shore that up and bring that up a bit, a bit, a bit, mm-hmm. then that is your foundation. And then you might, you might have some great days. You'll, you will have some great days, but if we can make sure that your, your, your worst days are, are, are good enough, mm-hmm. then you're going to always, you're going to succeed. And so one big thing is that we, we uh, look at adding the habits in a way so that, you know, we start off looking big, you know, the analogy of the bucket, you put in the big rocks, then the pebbles, then the sand, right? So we put in, when we start, we put in the, the big rocks, take pictures of your meals. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to count calories. You have to measure your food right, right away. Take pictures of meals and see how much you improve within a week or two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We give people the take pictures of them. <laughs> yeah. Someone's watching. <laughs> <laughs> give people the option of, um, I give people the option of counting their calories if they want, mm-hmm. um, but they don't have to do that if they don't want to. Um, it's, it's a great tool to have, you know, later on. And it's not something that they should be doing forever. 
but it's a it's it's a good option to have to kind of look at understand the concept of calories. That along with your portion sizes, knowing what your portions are, what they should be, it will really help you to dial in because um, the nutrition is really important. Um, you know, you can't outrun, you cannot outrun a bad diet, right? So um, it's really important to really shore that up. So yeah, that's basically the structure of the behavior change program. That's cool. I like what I love about it is that you're adding things, you're not taking away things. Um, which is sound like like you said, you're you're raising the floor. Um that's gotta have so much more success. And one one of the things that I was thinking about as we were as I was preparing for this interview is that, you know, I think um our our listeners are gonna really appreciate that because the way that you're positioning um the behavior change can be so effective also in their business and also in their, you know, families and parenting and all yeah. the things that I think once you learn that skill, so it's a skill that you're learning that that you can be applied to all sorts of different areas in your life. And that improvement in the wellness department then trickles over to all the other departments in your in your world too. Do you see that happening with your clients? Yes. Well, my my tagline is happy health healthy habits at home. Mm-hmm. And so I want people, I mean, you can see my gym here, like the floor, mm-hmm. big thick mat. It's yeah. my, it's the most important piece of equipment you can ever have in your house. That alone, that alone will get you in shape mm-hmm. if you use it properly. And it's the floor. This is the big thick mat. Um, so I want people to be able to, it's not just about that, but also being able to get organized at home, mm-hmm. have home is to be home base, mm-hmm. especially during this pandemic. A lot of people have started their new businesses. And they're, they're home-based entrepreneurs now. Home should, I mean, a lot of people I know, I, I understand you want to get out and you want to, uh, you want to go to the gym. Like some people are like that. That's great. But I think people should have options, Mm -hmm. right? And a good option to have is to get, is to have, uh, a plan of attack so that you can get some work, some exercise, some physical activity Mm -hmm. in at home. Um, even today, like I wasn't up for a workout per se. So what I did, I just did a post yesterday about getting up. You have to get up every 90 seconds. Right. No, I'm sorry. Every, every two, every 20 minutes for 90 seconds. Right. right? Cause your blood sugar, try all your, your blood scores start to actually get affected by 20 minutes. Wow. So I was at, what I was, what I did today was I just did like two minutes of, kettlebell swings every 20 minutes while I was working and lo and behold I've gotten 20 about 25 minutes of exercise in vigorous exercise throughout the day perfect while getting my work in so tricks like that I think are very crucial for people mm-hmm. um, to have especially as you're you're starting your business working as an entrepreneur at home mm-hmm. um, those are things that I like to, to to teach and that's my my I'm really trying to help the entrepreneur. Right. Yeah. And I was just laughing because when I, when I was working from home, I started working from home after having a brick and mortar business. Um, I thought it was fantastic to be working from home. So good. 
not not did I realize that like every time I was avoiding writing an email or avoiding something, I would walk into my kitchen <laughs> and and find either dishes to do or something to eat. And I was like, that kitchen was a terrible thing that was too close to where my desk was at work. Yeah. At work. So that became that became a really bad habit when I was uh, going to the kitchen as avoidance of things that I needed to get done. <laughs> Yeah, it's very important that, you know, you can associate the rooms positively. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I don't do is I do not eat outside of the kitchen. I only eat at the kitchen table. Take it, idea. Mm -hmm. And so I don't associate any of the rest of the house with, with eating or snacking. Mm -hmm. And that's been very helpful for me. And then, like I said, like a few times here and there, I'm going to, I'm going to have ice cream for for dinner. I don't have because I never have dessert, right? Mm -hmm. Um, or 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 because I like people to focus in on three meals, nine-ish plates, like it was nineteen forty-five, like right. <laughs> proper portions. But yeah, if you want some chips, take your yours because about a quarter of the plate should usually be starch, mm -hmm. dry starch. So put it put it put some chips on the on your plate. You know, you we don't have to be so um, red like so regimented to the ex mm -hmm. but if we're structured yeah and we have that leeway and you have the flexibility in the structure right yeah, yeah i think that is a very good angle to take absolutely and that carries over to your business too if you have that structure it's funny because we a lot of us go into that business to have that freedom right freedom of time and then all of a sudden you realize that you have less freedom of time <laughs> than you ever had before because you don't have that structure anymore um, and so building the workouts and, and, and the, in the nutrition in with that structure too, must be super helpful. I think it is. I think people really, it's crucial because you are your business. If you're an entrepreneur, like literally your body is the business mm -hmm. in so many ways. And so you have to look at it that way and take care of it because if it breaks down, yeah, you might have it insured, but you know, you're the solopreneur probably or the entrepreneur, like the business doesn't run. And right. and there's ways that, like I say, my my workday was more productive today because I right. did uh, my workout. Like I said, every 20 minutes, I just swung the, yeah. swung the kettlebell for for two minutes. Right. It's all it's all part of it. It's all yeah. we have to look at it. It's part of it. It's not, oh, I'm going to have to take two minutes out. And no, it's. You're, you're strengthening yourself. You know, if you eat properly, you're nourishing yourself. You're going to be more alert. So mm -hmm. it's all part of the business to actually run your being. And that, I was just that, that um, when just before I was sharing with you that I had a little bit of a, an unexpected break between my calls and yeah. I ran down to the lake for a yeah. swim and I did a few laps around the swim, the pool or around the, our lake here. And I just coming back to that, like so much better. I feel it was hot and gross and like earlier, like in here, the summertime and just that like whole like movement for, you know, a few minutes and away from the desk and that little break was so helpful. Absolutely. I envy you. That is so cool that you were able to do that in the middle yeah. of like towards the end of your day. Um, I'll let the audience know that, um, there's also core, like, think about it. Every, like I mentioned, 20 minutes, your blood, your blood um, readings, like uh, the insulin, not the, the blood sugar levels and the mm -hmm. triglyceride levels will go up. 
also think about how 20 minutes they stay they say that that is our attention span as human mm-hmm. beings is 20 minutes yeah those are correlated the body is telling us to get up and move yeah yeah I would imagine so and if we get up and move instead of going to the snack in the kitchen that would be really helpful too <laughs> Hey, it might take your mind off and think about that instead of, yeah. you know, going, going, having an extra hundred calories or whatever you yeah. burnt off 50, hundred calories doing something. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Now you mentioned earlier, um, outcome goals and procedural goals, just for our listeners. Can you just distinguish again between the two of those? That's those yeah. things that you focus on in your program. Yeah. So we focus on both week two, week, week two. Um, we usually do that through the goal setting week one or two. So what it is, so outcome goals is, you know, X amount of pounds I want to lose by this time. That is, I want the outcome to be, I want to lose this amount of weight while procedural goals are, I want to be, for example, in a yoga class per once per week. I want to be lifting weights twice per week. Mm. That's because that's the procedure to hit that. I want to be able, you know, I want to be able to try on my my old pair of pants that I, you know, procedure, um, feeling good in it. I want it to fit. That's more of an outcome. So, hmm. um, yeah, those, those, that's the difference. And so would you typically pick one of each then for the goals for your program? Yeah, you pick one of each. And then some, you know, some of my clients, they're like, I don't really, I'm not really there in terms of X amount of pounds. I've had clients, they're not even necessarily quote unquote, you know, within the, you know, they're not, they're not overweight, but they're, they're still in my program because they know that they, even if you might not be quote unquote on overweight, you still should be active. Mm-hmm. Right. So for them, it was, it's been more procedural mm-hmm. for other people. It's been more outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's flexibility right. um, in what we're focusing in on throughout the 12 weeks. Yeah. And what I love about what you're doing too, is like we mentioned earlier, it's not just the personal training, you've got the kinesiology background too. So for our um, listeners, like that kinesiology coming from a background with a similar background as you, um, that's an important piece that a lot of people don't get. So can you just share with our listeners like the difference between a personal trainer and a kinesiologist? Yeah, so kinesiologist is university level trained exercise scientist, right? So we have uh, schooling in it's the study of human movement, right? That's what it means. So it's, it's also, so it's physiology, you know, uh, biomechanics, biomechanics, mm-hmm. motor learning. Um, so physiology is, you know, like X, the hormones and the systems of the body and stuff, you know, biomechanics is how it, the body moves. Motor learning is how it learns to move. And of course, anatomy, mm-hmm. um, all of that together, sociology of sport and exercise, um, the determinants of health. So all of that is is what I've learned in my schooling as a kinesiologist. And yeah, having that that empirical knowledge mm-hmm. is, is is definitely um, it's worth having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, when all my clients are asking me certain questions, I'm definitely confident in in answering the the majority of them, or I would know where to look. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then the difference between that and just and a personal trainer. I mean, it's nice that you have both of those for so a personal trainer is more focused on the movements and the exercises that you're doing, mm-hmm. not necessarily the science behind it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it's been great to um you know work with my clients on that level too, as a personal mm-hmm. trainer. 
um, learning the, you know, working with them over this, uh, you know, over the internet. I've got, I've had clients in uh, Cairo. I've had clients in Melbourne, Australia and Raleigh, North Carolina and Baja, Mexico. So um, it's been, it's been great to learn how to work through the screen with my clients uh, and, and to give them an effective workout yeah. uh, and to train them accordingly. Right. It's been very fun. And yeah, that coupled into my business with the behavior change, the behavior change, there's a synergy there, uh, with, especially with one of my clients right now, he's doing both. And it is, the synergy is, is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, not unbelievable, but it's, it's amazing. Let's say it's believable. I have to believe in it, but it's, it's amazing. So yeah, it's, it's cool that, you know, during the, the, the pandemic, you know, um, this space, People are feeling more comfortable mm-hmm. in this space, especially entrepreneurs, because they're like, okay, well, like I have to start my business. I have to work on my business. I don't necessarily want to go to the gym. Well, mm-hmm. here I am. If you have a nice open space like I do, mm-hmm. um, and if, you know, doing calisthenic workout movements without any necessarily any equip- much equipment, you know, there's... There's different types. So there's closed chain and open chain. So a closed chain is when the end of your, the limb is, is not moving. So like, let's say a push up is a closed chain. You're moving your center of mass. The, the, your hand is fixed onto the floor, right? Or a pull up or chin up is a closed chain while a lat pull down is open chain. When you're doing more closed chain movements, what happens is your body's going to be strengthening. You know, like think of Marines, right? They're, they're big, but they're not, they're strong, but they're not huge, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right? So, but it's not going to get bulky. Mm-hmm. While if you stimulate the body, if you want to, if you want to add mass, that's when you do more open chain. That's when you do bench press. That's when you do leg press right. at the gym, right? So, yeah, I've been focused. We've been focusing in on on um, close chain, and you can hit every part of the body without one piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to know: is that I don't necessarily need. To, to break the bank with, you know, all this equipment, a bow flex or whatever. I mean, they're great, but you don't need that right away. Yeah. You need to work on the floor, work on moving your body. And the good thing is you can take it with you wherever you go, right? Because take you your body to- wherever yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think for our entrepreneurs that are working from home, this is a really great solution. And it's interesting because I'm sure um, over the last few year- years during the pandemic, a lot of your colleagues and a lot of the people in your industry and space have just closed up shop and given up where I feel like you've really emerged in like a, a new area. Maybe you were doing this before, but I feel like you've really hit on something that's super important in uh, for more people that are now working online. Like you're able to then also work out online and have clients all over the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's, it's um, I think people really need to realize that again, I am my body. I need to take care of it. Mm-hmm. And here's a great solution. I mean, the internet connections are better than ever nowadays. Um, and there's just a lot of people out here wanting to help, especially with COVID. Uh, people need to uh, really take care of themselves. Like it's 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 a big eye opener for people um, over the past two years. Yeah. I've heard of so many people that have started having health issues that they never thought they would have. And just that lack of movement and lack of, you know, 
going to their normal routines over the last few years has really messed up a lot of people. So it's time to get more serious about it and get more, um, get more grounded. And like you said, it's, it's going to trickle down into your business. And I think for us entrepreneurs, especially the women, uh, we have so little time, especially the ones that have families too, or so little time as it is, but to really turn the importance back into if I'm not working at my best, my family's suffering, plus my business is suffering. So therefore yeah. this needs to be the priority. Absolutely. Um, yes. Mothers, you know, you have to put in that single parents have to, or parents in general have to you know, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can definitely, you know, one thing is you, if you want to get something done, you ask a busy person and these people are so efficient that they would, I think that once they know how to prioritize that it's important, they'll find the time. There is time and um, it doesn't have to be that much to get the, the workout in if, if it's personal training. Yeah. It's that structure you're talking about. I think it's really helpful for people for sure. Yeah. Mm. So how can our clients, uh, our listeners find out more about working with you? And if it will, this is peak someone's interest and like, Oh my gosh, sign me up. This sounds yeah. amazing. Where can you, where do you want them to go? Yeah, SJG at SJGFit.com. SJG at SJGFit.com is my email. Um, SJGFit.com is my website, but it's parked in WordPress right now. Um, but SJG at SJGFit.com, send me an email and we can chat from there. I'll give you, I will chat for an hour. I'll give you a consultation and then we can take it from there. Perfect. That sounds good, Such This is so great and so helpful, I think, for our entrepreneurs listening today um, and all those podcasters that are now finding themselves sitting on their butt for way too long. Keep your episodes short, guys, so you can get up and move every 20 minutes <laughs> or get up and do some squats while you're in the middle of your, ep- your episode. <laughs> I hear you. Awesome. All right, Sacha, thanks so much. Have a great day. And uh, podcasters, our Amplify You podcaster listeners, please go out there get some movement going on and reach out to Sarge if you need some help. All right. Take care. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.